Hello everyone, this is Eric the Movie Explorer and today I'm going to be talking about The Green Knight. This is going to be actually my first movie I'm going to be reviewing uh, and first seeing. Which, of course, there will be spoilers and and all that fun stuff. But um, but honestly, if if you've read the book, which I read the well, the book, the story, I should say, I read the story and I own it, but I haven't read it in a long time. So a lot that is in my memory may not be correct to what was in the book. Uh. In many ways, this this film was really well done in in graphics and cinematography and, and and direction and acting. All of that was really well, but I felt like it was missing something to me, and I don't exactly know. What now? I'm not saying it was a bad film, or I was expecting it to be better, or anything like that. It just—I felt like there was just something, and I don't know what it was. I really don't. I don't, you know. But as I'm watching it, I found a little bit of things I found kind of interesting. You know, a little behind the scenes kind of stuff that I found kind of like <laughs> that's that's kind of interesting you know what you know if you look back at it um the the stupidest thing and it's really stupid I just like kind of playing with the dots is um is the fact that um God, if I butcher anyone's names, I apologize. It's just, you know, the green, this movie, The Green Knight, I was known as uh, Sir Gawain. And that's not how they pronounce his name in the movie. And to be honest, because this was written by a, a, an unknown person, you know, we, who honestly is to say how the name of a lot of these characters were supposed to be pronounced um because I mean it's well that's like anything I guess you know uh, we read something that's a new word and how we pronounce it but I always pronounced it Sir Gawain um they pronounced it I think Gawain no that wasn't Gawain that just sounds weird but anywho um Uh, basically, I I just found it funny that there was a, a couple uh, M Night Shyamalan kind of connections. You know, uh, it's stupid. It's just it was in my head that uh, Sir Gwen. I'm gonna call him Gwen because that's how I grew up with. And his mother were both in M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, him was in the horrible Avatar Last Airbender movie. And she was in Lady in the Water. 
which is not one of his best films, but um, I love that the person who played the Green Knight um, was in was in has been in a couple things, but I, I know him from Game of Thrones and and Ready Player One and. Uh, even though they never named, they didn't name a lot of people, but uh, Sir, uh, Sir Guinevere, Guinevere, uh, they didn't name her Guinevere, they just called her Queen, they didn't name Arthur, Arthur, they just named him King, but uh, Guinevere was, was played, um, sorry, she was played she was in Game of Thrones, and okay, I know her name. Sorry, it's it's a simple name. Um, okay. Her name. It's coming on the tip of my tongue. Yes, I am also looking it up. Um. Why did they do that? Katie Dickey. Yeah, that's Kate Kate Dickey. Kate Dickey. Um But there's a lot of great uh cast in this. I, I feel like like if you're a villain and I don't like you, good. Um but uh, that's why I felt with uh, um, uh, the, the actor Barry I cannot pronounce his last name I know I'm butchering this uh, Giagon he he was kind of a, an ass in this uh, in a good way and I like that they show kind of tests in this for uh for the for the soon to be night, I guess you can say. Um, the biggest thing I found as such a to me a ton in cheek kind of thing, you know, kind of like a, <laughs> I wonder if anyone else caught that kind of thing is one actor I always feel that kind of gets looked over almost in every single film he's in. Even though he's in a lot of great films, uh, if you were to look at his IMDb page or just look him up, is Joel Edgerton. Um, he's in a lot of great movies. Uh, some of them... Uh, some of them... You probably know, you may know him. Uh, he was in Warrior with Tom Hardy, uh, Bright with Will Smith, Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio, The King, which also the person who played the king in this uh, was also in The King. Now that I, I, I say that, uh, Exodus, Kings and Gods with Christian Bale. Um, 
Black Mass with with uh, uh, Johnny Depp uh, uh, Zero Dark Thirty Star Wars um, the the episode two and three he his list is just the thing the 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 the, the prequel to the thing King Arthur. Which, that is where I kind of want to get to. But I also want to mention he was in Kinky Boots, which I love Kinky Boots. It's just redonkulous and smoking aces. The guy's page is just insane. But what I wanted to get to is King Arthur with uh, Clive Owens and Keira Knightley. Now, the reason why that just kind of is to me kind of like a <laughs> it's not so much just the fact that he was in two King Arthur movies but it's the fact that in this this movie's about Sir Gawain or Gawain or Gawain or whatever and in that in, in that King Arthur movie with Clive Owings and Kira Knightley. Um, he plays that character. Now, in my eyes, that movie, King Arthur, has one of I, uh, the best casting ever. I mean, if you look at that cast, pretty much every one of those actors had or have a huge career in one way or another. Uh, basically, I'm just going with uh, Arthur and his knights. I mean, <clears throat> you have Clive Owen as King Arthur, Kira Knightley as Guinevere. Uh, oh my god. Why did I do this to myself? I, I, I went golf. I'm so sorry. He played Lancelot, and I know I, I am doing horrible today of trying to pronounce names. But beyond that, you have Hugh Dancy, Mads, or Mate. Uh, how would you pronounce his name? Because, but I love Mads. He is, he's been in so many great movies. Uh, Ray Winstone, Joel Edgerton, um, and just to finish off the, the, uh, the Knights, you got Ray Stevenson. This isn't even cl uh, close to, uh, counting Stellan Skarsgård and Stephen Dillon. D, D, oh my, Dap. Delon, um, I I'm so sorry. I'm butchering these names. I'm horrible at this, at the pronunciation of names and everything. That's why I'd usually never say people's names unless it's like a household name. But that's the thing is, you know, you go into these King Arthur, and these movies that have all these great actors before they were probably great actors like they, they were known household names some of them probably were in one way or another 
I mean, Keira Knightley was, but, um, but going back to the Green Knight, because I don't want to kind of leave that. I just thought Joel Edgerton in this as the Lord was just such a nice little boop on the nose kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if it was on purpose on anyone's, uh, you know, on anyone's end, but I just, I just, I love that little, like, thing, to, at least it was to me, but that was kind of the issue I kind of felt, because I swear, and I need to reread the book, and I, and then I, I should have read the book, uh, read the story before I did this, but memory serves me, the Lord in the book was the central central um, focal point of the story because the whole thing was was Sir Gwain was supposed to tell the truth and he kept on lying and and you know then he finally tells the truth and he's okay he's you know there's no issue you know it had but they kind of talked about it in this but I, I felt like in the story there was more to it and I, I understand they were trying to make it more psychological in this movie but I just feel like like there was so much that needed to be told in this story. And it was almost like creative freedom and they didn't even touch the main parts that I felt like they should have. It was almost like, let's talk about this. Okay, let's talk about this. All right. Okay, now this was the big chunk in the movie. Okay, let's just briefly touch on that. Okay. And it just, to me, made... Um, I don't want to say it didn't make any sense, but there was creative freedom. And I understand people doing that, because to be honest, King Arthur, the story of King Arthur, was, um, in many ways, uh, creative freedom. Uh the death of Arthur, um, which was a French story. It was Le, Le Martel Arthur. Um, I, again, sorry, I butcher. Uh, that was creative freedom. A lot of what I had as an issue with this movie was uh, the problems of King Arthur. The, the representation and all that. And I think the reason why I have so much of a problem with it is because for a while I was studying uh, King Arthur. And that's actually how I got into Tolkien. You know, if anyone knows, I really like Tolkien, but that's how I got into Tolkien because Tolkien um, studied uh, King Arthur. And so my issue is is when 
people write about King Arthur or anything that's related to Arthur. And you're basing information, which Arthur's a fictional character, so you could do what you want. But the fact of the matter is they made Sir Gawain King Arthur's nephew, which meant uh, which meant that in this they were making uh, um, Sir Gawain's mother, who was a witch, Morgana. That's literally, if and if you know the story of that, then they're they're mixing that that that's that's where my issue is is they're they're mixing two stories because yes King Arthur had a nephew his nephew was also his son and if and, 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 and to kind of go you know let's take this and bring it over here is kind of I don't know not not I don't know, like, just, it's, you're, you're mixing two things, you're making your own out of nothing, and the person who was King Arthur's nephew was, uh, Mordred, and it just, I, I just feel like you're, you're creating a story that isn't there just because you want to fit your your story and, 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 and for me with King Arthur there's so much wrong with King Arthur I mean that we know that we know first off there were two swords okay there wasn't one sword. Excalibur was not taken out of the stone. Some of you may know that. Some of you may not. King Arthur pulled the sword in the stone out of the stone. That sword was to determine the king. That sword was not Excalibur. He didn't get Excalibur until later on. Um... That, but it depends on who you read, of course, because there's so many different uh, people. Uh, um, John Steinbeck, uh, I believe, wrote a couple of the of uh, variations of King Arthur, and then there's so many other different things. And I noticed recently there was uh, a book that came out. Um, which was modern kind of King Arthur where they made like Excalibur a baseball bat and I think Merlin and Arthur were lovers or something like that and someone was a woman and all that and, you know that's all fine I, I have no issue with that my issue is 
what they did here was they took they took something that was written many many years ago and they changed the moral of the story <clears throat> that's what i got out of this and that's my issue so i think talking it out i think that's my biggest issue with this was they changed the moral of the story and in, in, in my opinion now if i reread this story i might think differently but uh the fact of the matter of of anything of 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 who they casted and you know how the movie was done and 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 everything was was great i i had no issue and one thing i i just quickly want to bring up is the fact of um in this film the director of oh, let me bring it up because I want to I, I want to make sure I don't get any information wrong of of the director um, so bear with me for half a second okay uh, David David Lowry I believe is how you pronounce his last name he's actually a a pretty good director I, I uh, I'll tell you that right now um, you know one kind of thing I kind of find funny is, is watching this film and then watching some other films. It's kind of uh, like <laughs> kind of thing. He did a lot of shorts uh, in the beginning of his career, so um, he's done a lot of short films, especially when he was younger. Um, but uh, I think I could be wrong, but I think his first big one going to use that with quotes because it depends on who you are is Pete's Dragon which when you look at that and who he had to direct I, I I still feel like Robert Redford who was in Pete's Dragon is Hollywood royalty right now um, and then uh, one of his next big film or big film was the old man and the gun which was with Robert Redford and then he did the Green Knight and his next movie that he's gonna do is Peter Pan and Wendy and I love that because that's the retelling of Peter Pan of course and I'm kind of excited for for that um, not for any reason of of um of of like the casting but the casting is amazing I'm just I'm always a fan of what uh people do with reinterpretations of of movies like or stories like that like, like this I'm I like like the green knight I was curious and excited to see what the interpretation was going to be on this story because I don't think a lot of people have done the Green Knight and I'm happy that it was done 
So in no way am I angry at the movie. I, in no way. I, I, you know, there's not a lot you can go from. So they did have creative freedom. Um, but I am excited for, um, for the, the director's new film that he's going to be doing. I, I'm curious of it. I'm, I'm wondering how it's going to be. The, you know, the, you know, after watching this, it's going to be very, very interesting since this was very dark and slow and slow and slow. I mean, it was very slow to my opinion, but to be honest, um, when it comes to a lot of films I've seen that take place with King Arthur and all that, they all have that feel of very slow and symbolic and and it's always about symbolism with, with King Arthur movies. Anything that relates with Camelot and, and Merlin and all that. It's always about symbolism. And I feel like that that that's awesome and that's great. But it's 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 also it's overdone. You know you know, we can do a full blast action King Arthur movie, and we have, and, you know, and everything, but I just feel like it's the same song and dance anytime. But even my, I think that was the other issue I had with this, and I'm not saying issue with this this movie I don't have an issue with this movie I have an issue in the ideas of King Arthur and the issue I have is in my eyes I never saw King Arthur as a, um, a materialistic person I never saw him as a person who or gold, or a huge crown, or or anything like that. I always, I, I, the idea of him wearing a big crown and with that kind of, you know, points to him, never, 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 never made sense to me because he wanted his people to be equal, to feel equal, and then to look at him as a higher end, a higher person kind of never made sense to me in so many movies. You have a round town, ta- wow, sorry. You have a round table where everyone is equal, but then you wear a crown that is so points out your success and where you stand on on it just never has made sense to me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I I know this is the longest I've ever spoken for it. And I know for a film and I apologize for, uh, uh, me ranting so much, 
Um, I'm hoping to do another one, another exploring very soon. And I've been very slow at dropping uh, film adaptation, uh, film reviews and all that. But thank you for listening. And I am Eric, the, the, wow. I am Eric, the movie explorer. And I, I hope you have a good day and continue listening to me. And so we can further this uh, expedition of movies.